0: Hi, I'm Lily. And I'm Dan. We are The Loaded. I'm uber excited because this is a man that I've known for a very, very long time. See, because
1: you guys were just talking off air slightly about a story mm-hmm. which I never knew about, which I'm really keen to, mm-hmm. to learn when, when we so, get to well. It.
0: well I'm going to let you do the usual. Who do we have in the studio today? This
1: is easy. We have the legendary Nadine from Event Lab. How are you, Nadine? I'm great. I'm great. I'm happy to be here. I've been seeing you slamming in on the stand for the, for the last yeah. two days, meeting yeah. everybody and talking to people.
0: So me and Nadine go way back. When I first came out to Dubai, I was working at Action Impact. Okay. And there was this, you know, pocket dynamo working in the production department mm-hmm. at Action Impact. And that was Nadine.
1: Really? Yeah. <laughs> when was that?
0: 2009. Very long time ago. It must've
1: been like barely out of high school. It was
2: 22 years old, fresh graduate, university. Flew over, but uh, yeah, that was a very
0: long time ago. Pocket Dynamo, and I'm okay to share the experience. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So, you know how sometimes things happen and you think it's a horrible thing yeah. but it ends up being the best thing that happened to you yeah
1: you might not know that at the time but you, you might not
0: know it, that it it's, it's one of those Nadim had that and I got to witness it oh, wow how
1: mm-hmm. yeah.
0: so we had well do you want to tell the story it's your story
2: it was. Uh, well, I might censor a few bits. Censor. Yeah. No, no, yeah, no. Yeah, definitely maybe, censor. <laughs> we'll, we'll just, yeah, <laughs> we'll, yeah, We'll change the names because, yeah, like, potential yeah, clients and people still. It was the uh, Andrea Bocelli and Coldplay concert in Abu Dhabi at the Emirates Palace, and we were setting up a, a stand for one of the sponsors down okay. there. And uh, it was uh, quite a intense, s- intense thing. Only, not, I mean, it was actually quite smooth, but the weather was mm. just like. Bashing Abu Dhabi, and um, was it windy? Very windy. Yeah, I, very. I went to that game. It rained. Yes. It yeah. Rain in the concert, and there was there was lightning going horizontally through the sky. Do you remember mm-hmm. that? Literally, it wasn't the lightning was going through the clouds? Wow. Over the stage, it was just magical. The, the actual the show itself was magical, but anyways, on that on that uh, night. <laughs> Do I tell the whole story? Well, some, the somebody... Version, the version you're allowed to tell. Somebody person, was, A. person A that wasn't me was quite uh, uh, tense with the client and the client uh, picks up the phone and calls the management and says, oh, these two are
0: being rude to me. And I'm like, what? Are, I'm, I'm, How did I get thrown I'm, in there? Okay, well, all right, fine.
2: So half of the... Company ends up getting down there, and long story short, I get told to take a step back and go enjoy the show. So I went and enjoyed the show. I had a couple drinks. Next day, drinking on the job, Nadim, you're fired. It was a bit of a shock at Mm -hmm. the time, but it was the best thing that ever happened to me. And the honest truth is, I didn't enjoy being an employee, and I definitely didn't make. I would have fired me a long time ago. To be (laughs) honest, well, at least you're honest about it. Yeah, because I didn't enjoy being in a full time job. I just, and the second I went freelance, and this is this is what. <clears throat> excuse me, this is what Lily's talking about. The second I went freelance, I just, ah, this is for you me. You can breathe. Yeah, this is for me. Every day at work is me representing myself and every success that I have is my success. Every failure that I have is my failure. You know, it was, I I, I loved it. And that was, that was it.
0: And you saw the change because then after that, because we, like, we were all like shocked at what happened. Like a lot of us were quite angry because it, it just, it wasn't right. Yeah, it wasn't better. It wasn't fair. And then and then you'd see, you know, Nadim on different... All of a sudden, we'd be on site or there's something going on or there's an exhibition and it's like, there's Nadim. And he was it's killing happy. it. <laughs> happy, having smiling. a great time. Because like we saw him and, and, you know, you'd get the thing of, oh my God, are you okay? Nadim's looking I was going, like, what fine, do you yeah, want? Got this Time of my life.
2: Yeah. Yeah, you know, and got, he was killing it. I got I got lucky as well. I mean, I was, what, 20-something 20, 20 years old and I met I met a, a, a good friend who was working with Flash. And I ended up being one of the go-to site managers for Flash on the Abu Dhabi Corniche, setting up concerts, which is actually what I wanted to do graduating from university. I wanted to work in live music and live entertainment. Oh Oh my God, this is what I've been missing? Yes, thank you for firing me. I mean, literally, you know, I guess a full-time job is not for everybody, you know? No, of course. Of
1: course. Especially you know. if you're a business leader, which you are now, then you want that that, that freedom to be able to drive your own destiny, yeah. not be an employee for somebody else, I guess. Yeah, yeah.
0: But but tell us, how did you go from doing freelance gigs and, you know, being on site on the Corniche to creating Event Lab? Well,
1: it was
2: exactly that. I mean, it was, it was as a freelancer and, you know, what we, at the beginning, there wasn't enough work to go around. There really, for freelancers, mm. the UAU was much more quiet than it is today. KSA was significantly more quiet than it is today. Doha had a few gigs here and there. So in, in the summer, if we weren't lucky enough to land some, you know, working on a pitch with some agency or something like that, you had nothing to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, It was a ghost town, everybody would be traveling and that means your eight months of the season are crucial. So if you have a one-month gap or a two-month gap in your eight months, you're looking at living an entire year on a six-month you yeah. know, of, of fees. Not That's stressful enough, first of all. But then you're working seven days a week. Mm. You're working, what, 12, 15 hours? Well, freelancers were
0: really whipped back then. Yeah, and Mm.
2: and long hours and all that. And you're chasing the payment from your previous job. And then you're trying to find your next job, sending your CV out, updating your CV and working day and night and all that. It's tiring. So there was a lack of representation. So... Murad and I were both on different projects. I was the project director for the Abu Dhabi International Triathlon for IMG at the time. And he was the uh, cultural producer for for WRG at the time. Uh, they're now evolved into people on Qasr al-Husun. And we met up and, and said, there's Did you know each other here. before? We knew each other. We weren't as close as we are now, of course. We've become like brothers uh, today. But we, we had worked together once or twice uh, became buddies obviously that that relationship evolved after the company started Mm. you know we became like family as I said but it was just oh wait a minute how come nobody's doing this are you mm. sure nobody's doing this? And yeah, nobody's doing this. Because no
0: one was. There no, weren't. Were. There, were, there weren't any freelance yeah. recruiters. There wasn't Nothing. anyone specific to the industry recruiting as such. Not for freelancers. And,
2: yeah, and it was obvious. And I remember, you know, I always say this. It took a bit of convincing to the clients at the beginning. You know, like, I don't get it. We have our own freelancers. Yeah, I know, but they're not enough. Yeah, yeah, but, but then we'll find new ones. Yeah, but you're busy delivering projects. Mm. Yeah, but, you know, and there was, there was a million ways for clients to... Try to, to challenge not it not do it yeah and actually that, that helped us make it a bit more bulletproof you know mm-hmm. yeah build up the rep- uh, build up the reputation one trial at a time okay fine we'll use you oh, okay fine let's give it a shot you can get us I need two runners or I need two stage managers we deliver these two stage managers oh wait a minute these guys are actually quite good yeah, yeah. and the guys are quite happy you know because they you know they, they're part of something freelancers mm. like to feel like they're yeah, part of, of something you know especially the more junior ones you yeah. know People who are and also or, to
0: feel a bit protected.
2: You feel a bit protected, of course. Yeah, I mean because you know we have to pay irrespective. Yep. you
0: yep. know. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So that's always protected. And it was actually at the time it was it was WRG that gave us our first big break, which was which was the National Day celebrations. I can't remember which year. So don't, don't ask. <laughs> but uh, 2013, 2014. Okay. I'd say, um, and they just needed a a, a big big team, which mm. is exactly what we got. Wow. And we made sure that everybody had a really good time. We made sure to pick really nice people. It wasn't yeah. just about
0: you curated the team.
2: Yeah, they they had to enjoy working there. Yeah, and they had to cooperate with one another. And many of them are still working with us till today. You know, it's and they because they all enjoyed working together. And the clients automatically can sense when there's a cooperative team. Mm, yeah. versus it makes a team a that's competing with each other. Mm. Yeah. So it just flew, it just, you know.
0: Just grew from there. Yeah. I don't know why, but I always thought at the beginning, you, you've, you your niche or the angle that you guys took was that you provided Arabic-speaking freelancers. What, did I misunderstand that? Was that something it, you did at the beginning? Not
2: yet. Uh, or by
0: default, that's what happened.
2: We, we definitely realized that there was a lack of representation for Arabic-speaking yeah. freelancers. And I had a personal experience, and again, I'm not gonna name names, with two agencies that, you know, I, I got this this call. Hey, uh, are you available from this day to that day for a freelance job? Yeah, I'm available. What's the job? Uh, oh, we're looking for an Arabic-speaking runner for Project XYZ. I said, I'm not a runner. Mm. He yeah. said, oh, yeah, 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 but, but you you have a car, right? I said, yeah, wow. I have a car. Wait, wait a minute. Are you calling me? Do you assume that I'm junior just because I'm, I'm Lebanese? Oh, wow. And, and there was this there was this moment, like... There was really a lack of representation. We, yeah. n- Arabs could not move up in, in, in the industry at the time. Now, don't get me wrong. And a lot of people said, oh, yeah, you focus on Arabs, focus on Arabs. We didn't focus on Arabs. We just, you know, there, had to, there has to be a mix. We're in a yes. mix. Mm. And it was a market that was too. underrepresented. Well, well, no, I, I thought it, you thought you it, I thought it was a very
0: clever angle to take and look, I would look I
2: I think it was accidental that the perception became it wasn't an intended angle it wasn't like we're only going to focus on arabs but we knew a lot of talented arabic speakers that needed yeah. work and they needed opportunities and so we started to plug them and then because they were really good people said hey uh, can, can we get them again or yeah. you know another client would be you know would hear about the success of that project and say hey that stage crew that you had on this, can you bring them back again? Yeah, sure, no problem. Our stage crew, stage managers and, you know, cast managers and so on and so forth. So it was a bit accidental.
0: But think about it. Back then, I remember you couldn't find many Arabic speakers. And when it came to events, it was quite useful to have an Arabic speaker, especially when you had Arabic clients, or especially when you had Arabic content on but the screen. We really?
1: were producing events in the Middle East, of yeah. course you need Arabic speakers, it's, it's yeah. the, it's the language it really, of the region. But it was
0: really hard to find them back then.
1: Yeah, true. So that's
0: that's why I always thought it was you know, accidental or not accidental, it was a really clever angle to, to well then, up
1: in. I'll just say on that note then, do you think that supported your entry into Saudi, for example? Yeah. Where I'm guessing there's lots of opportunity now where yeah. you do need Arabic speakers.
2: Yeah, and uh, absolutely. Of course. and it's a, it's a must. We've been hired to bring in full teams to manage yeah. a problem that the client has. You know, like, uh, the Flowerman festival up uh, you know in, in, in Saudi for example they just needed an entire stage team to do content stage management cast management production management dealing with the local authorities negotiating with civil defense protocol etc cetera, etc cetera. every single one of those roles would benefit more from an Arabic speaker mm. that has uh, yeah an, I, I like to say international level of experience mm. you know international capabilities of delivering. In that but again it's you know now the the database is equally represented I mean yeah. we have people from all over the world it's a yeah, database really, it of is. over 16,000 professionals wow sorry you have a database global, of how many over 16,000 event professionals wow. And wow. Yeah, it's been but that's global that's global wow. that's global yeah, yeah
0: yeah but that's still impressive it's yeah. huge. like you were the you were one of the first teams to be deployed into expo
2: yeah, we ended up between ushers and, and uh, well, between guest services staff of different types, i.e. ushers, you know, mm-hmm. and so on, and event professionals of different seniorities from entry-level coordinators to senior managers. We ended up deploying over 1,200 people throughout the course of Expo, which was our biggest project yeah. today. Yeah. And had the privilege of working with the, the U.S. Pavilion, the Singapore Pavilion, DP World Pavilion and Expo directly, as well as Five Currents, uh, David Atkins, and I think that's it. But yeah, it, it's I mean, still
0: good Still big ones. names, like, come on, yeah. it come was, on that's it. Know, like, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> but <laughs> obviously, it you know, we've seen from the outside, you guys grow, and every time we're talking to clients, you know, and people looking for freelancers, it's always like event lab is first and foremost. How's that that journey been of that growth and scaling so much? You you pinch and, yourself? Yeah, you must do. I, 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 Sometimes uh,
2: No I'll tell you the, the pinching The pinching comes When I'm walking Through an office And the office Is really buzzing Yeah And there's just people Like you walk There's this corridor That we have That leads to the you pantry You have a lovely office I like it And
0: <laughs> Thank you
2: Yeah we and, and it's just There's people buzzing On the left And people buzzing On the right And everybody's laughing And there's music Pumping in the background And I go Wait a minute it, this is this I is our ours. team, yeah. Well, we, me, Murad, we. and I, yeah, and 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 the team. But it was um, those are the moments, and I think it's it's been a tough journey. We've been lucky to have the clients, the quality of clients that we've had. Honestly, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, you hear horror stories about bad debt and things yeah. like this killing businesses. But overall, in general, we've had fantastic clients who've been trusting of us, appreciative of our service, you know, come back, come back and, and, you know, repeat business and a pool of people that have trusted us with a certain percentage of their career. Mm. You know what I mean? Whatever it may be, whether it's a job here, a job yeah. there, or it's literally, there's, there's the, somebody who's been booked on 195 individual jobs wow. with us since the beginning of, that's a of, of well, that's time. That's the
0: thing, like you're dealing in human capital. It's yeah. not, it's not, it's not a product it's not it's quite heavy you're responsible for quite a bit you know someone having a job someone not having a job is the difference between I know I you know yeah do you sleep at night (laughs) you know it's it's quite a heavy thing to be dealing with and you guys and I've seen, I've I've spoken to both of you. You're so passionate and you yeah. care so much. They are family. It's not just yeah. you and Murad. All of you guys yeah. have become a family. I've yeah. been in your offices. The camaraderie is lovely.
2: Yeah, you, you can't you can't do well in this business. Well you can, but then you're just labor supply yeah. if you don't care. Yeah. yeah. We're not labor supply. We're you know, people have to know that your intentions are are, are right. We want everybody to succeed. We want our clients to succeed because that's Great for them, and more business for us, and success cases. We want the freelancers to succeed. It's not just freelancers; it's full-time, of mm. course, as well. Yeah, you know, and we've I, we always tell new joiners into the company, it's it's as an employees of ours. The minute a freelancer joins a client's team, that person is the client. Yeah, automatically, and it becomes when when you when you approach it in that way, you know, that is uh, respect for all. I mean, we have had mm-hmm. ushers, people who started with us as ushers, that are now project managers at HQ. Yeah. And we've taken them through that whole you journey from the professional professional. World, and seen them to develop being hired full-time as a project I manager like at HQ Creative. Dad. I guess so. I've just, you know, we always say we found this opportunity for you, you thrived in it. Yeah. It's not our credit. We just found that opportunity for you. Yeah. We structured the, the thing, you thrived in it. You're the reason why you're you're doing well. Yeah. Not, you not just us. opened
0: the door. And it's killing me. I've just got on a message, got, got on the wave saying that I've got to get up and go or I'm going to miss my flight, but I Want oh. to be here till the end. I'm so proud of you, Nadine. Thank you. Awesome,
1: awesome. So Lily's gonna exit now. before she watching yeah. the flight. We'll probably still see at the airport She's tomorrow morning. To she'll be in the lounge. There's a chopper waiting outside. But I mean, we're about to wrap up anyway, Nadine. But I mean, your your growth and your story has been really pretty phenomenal, and you are integral to the the entire event scene here in the region. What's what's next for you guys? I know you're expanding, you're growing, you're moving into Saudi, you're doing stuff constantly what does the future hold for event lab
2: I guess the answer to that is, is, is simply it's exactly what you said we're expanding and growing we are, we are aiming for other types of industries that are related to our industry we're not going to jump into oil and gas recruitment you know but there are so many uh, territories that need the service that we're doing now Yeah, and we can replicate the same model with the same care with the same attention to detail seeking the same quality of clients really wherever we go as long as there's a thriving enough event scene in that country. Um, So that is the goal. And, and, you know, we've, 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 We've been here for 20 years, you for know, in, in in the GCC in yeah. general. So it is time to try this in, in other countries, you know, who knows, maybe maybe the UK, maybe yeah. Portugal. And ha- have you
1: thought about how you would maintain that that quality, that ethos, that culture which you've built here? Because obviously as you scale and you grow and expand, yeah. you know, businesses change, businesses evolve. Correct. Is that something which you, you've thought about or... Yeah, have draft. Very,
2: very much, yeah, yeah. We, we've, I tend to get quite excited and go, yeah, we're going to do this and we're going to do that. And, and I have, I have Murad and I have Shobar, our COO, as, as the, you know, the, the they kind of, they kind of burst my bubble. Yeah, they got to ground you a little bit. I think we're pretty ground. similar. And it's important. Yeah, yeah, you have to be grounded because otherwise, you know, you tend to not focus. Yeah, you lose sight. As you said, quality can dip. Yeah. Um. So we take the right paced steps into expansion. Yeah. Rather than rushing into it we don't need to be greedy we don't need to you know retire tomorrow you know we, we have we have a ways to go and 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 slow and and not slow but well-paced developments are crucial to maintaining that yeah. that quality you know as yeah. we expand
1: no i completely agree nadim thank you so much for joining us thank it's you, been man. a pleasure i hope you enjoyed the show and that it's it. been successful yeah, for yeah. you guys and we'll see you see you very soon on the next project thank, thank you, you thank, thank you thank for him. having me
0: Hi, I'm Lily. And I'm Don. We are The Loaded.